0: Sunny Brown.
1: Hello, Atlas. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be here.
0: Likewise. Yes. Grateful to have you.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Bow to the divine in you.
1: Yes, and you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> A show on magic mushrooms.
1: Yes. Much needed. Much needed. As many as we can get. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's so important.
0: What an interesting journey you have that is very unique super unique Mm -hmm. it's wild your lineage your roots are wild Mm -hmm. and that upbringing and then how it's sort of flowered into your unique expression of what you're doing today with healing hustlers Mm -hmm. that's right all right Let's jump in. Let's unpack that journey <laughs> to walk us through Sonny yes. Brown, who you were growing up, how you became who you are today.
1: Okay, I would love to. Um, so a little bit about me. I started, well, I'm originally from an Italian and Panamanian background. Um, so I already have a, a, a wild culture mix, you can say. Um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that um but i come from uh a mom who gave birth to me at 15 years old um still in high school very young uh and then a father who was 18 years old um and incarcerated for 12 years soon after um so at 3 years old one of probably some of my earliest memories um I remember just having some experiences with my dad. This is how I kind of knew that our memories extended uh b- beyond the age of like before the age of 3 because I knew that um I had solid memories with my father and that was had to be before 3 years old because he left at 3. And so um yeah. So I I basically uh, remember us you know having experiences like in a taxi cab where our door flew open and just like things that were kind of like traumatic or my our dog ran away and I remember that vividly and so at three years old he gets incarcerated for attempted murder um, due to something that was um, a problem that was going on with my mom and a group of her friends he felt the need to protect and um had just an an, an instinctual urge to go and um and attempt to shoot this man and so essentially he did but he didn't kill him so they gave him 13 years in prison um and then i was left to kind of you know grow up and develop without a father figure and a mother who was extremely young and, you know, she didn't really understand the, the depth of what life really was at that, that time. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was pretty difficult. You know, we moved a lot. I lived in uh, probably over 10 to, to 12 different states throughout my whole life. I started at three different elementary schools Uh, one consistent middle school three different high schools and it was just a lack of in lack of stability um but she tried to do the best that she could so I never I never blamed her too harshly for it um but amongst that I was still developing a relationship with my father who was incarcerated so he uh he when I would go and visit him, he would spark these these conversations between us that had to do with spirituality. And they sparked because I would have I would have these inclinations to tell him about experiences that I was having that no one else really understood. Um basically seeing spirits and uh you know having sleep paralysis and um, really weird dreams of beings and things that that weren't of this realm and I would talk to him about it and for the first time ever speaking to an adult uh, they believed me he was the first adult to ever believe me and with him doing that he also he started to communicate with me more about what these things actually meant he started to put seeds Plant the seeds into um, into what these things actually were, and and grow this amazing inclination and curiosity for what now is my my spiritual lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, this is already really, really novel upbringing where we don't have many people that come on the program that have a a parent that becomes incarcerated for their pretty much m- vast majority of their up- right. of their upbringing first of all second of all the mother that's you know 15 years old is a very very young time to give birth and mm-hmm. to become a mom and to mm-hmm. try and figure that out Right. So those two things couple together, and then it's really interesting how you get these knocks. Like you're getting these knocks when you're growing up of of spirituality. Like there's more to this than what is meeting the eye in the physical right. equation.
1: Right. This mystical, this mystical curiosity that's being planted, you know, almost beyond your control
0: yeah and that the thing that i told you as you were telling me the story before we started is that it's so crazy that your father ended up being the one that even after such a an experience and becoming incarcerated that he still ended up reading these different perennial spiritual texts and gaining that and then becoming the only person in your life Mm -hmm. that was able to help catalyze your spiritual inquiry but he was in prison exactly and so that's so hard when a nobody around you is communing with these spiritual knocks that are there and then B only person that is is your father who's incarcerated
1: right and so essentially what what ended up happening because he wasn't there to nurture really nurture the things that he was teaching me is that subtle seeds were created so i had the i had the remembrance of what he was saying and i and i knew that he understood me but then i would go back into a reality where that none of that was my truth you know i went back into survival mode where You know, I was just playing outside with my friends who didn't know anything about this. And I was back under a roof with a mom who this was too much for her. It was always too much for her. You know, spirituality, um, it made her nervous and it just caused her anxiety and she just didn't want to touch on it. So I was so curious, you know, I um, I used every moment of me and my dad's time, like uh, writing in letters or Um, just communicating over the phone when we possibly could or seeing him in person when I I did get the chance to see him to cultivate and and nurture those questions that I had those deep questions and um, this is all within the age of like six years old and I would say like uh, thirteen, six and
0: 13 so you're getting a an interesting spiritual education that pretty much i've never heard of before which is that your father that's incarcerated is right you're speaking with him either in person across the glass or you're doing letters,
1: right. And actually, how the visiting was set up is we could sit at a table together. So cool. I yeah, like I can like hold his hand, and That's you know nice. what I'm saying, yes. yeah, so we we got to have that that physical um, interaction that I absolutely love so much. Yep. Um, my only thing would say is, is it was just a very limited time frame and um, and the amount of times in which I got to see him throughout his time of incarceration. Was less than probably six or seven times, you know, in totality.
0: jesus so mostly letters. Yeah, it
1: was mostly letters and a couple phone calls. And phone yeah, calls. Mm-hmm.
0: wow. Okay, so now, okay, so now you're experiencing these sort of spiritual knocks when you're younger, it's helping mm-hmm. being catalyzed by your father, and then your father's getting out. And he has this mission to basically become a pinnacle figure in your life and to sort of reclaim sovereignty and reclaim excellent fatherhood and to deliver that as a promise
1: exactly so when my dad was in prison um he was reading countless countless amounts of books like hundreds and hundreds of books and one of the books he recommended to me was albert taylor um, soul traveler that helped me learn about lucid dreaming um, taking uh, sleep paralysis which is the first step of lucid dreaming and learning how to um, basically excel from that point point. and so it was little things like that that he was you know he was taking from the books that he was reading and then implanting into me before he even got home So then when I uh, was in eighth grade, we got the news that he was able to come home early on good behavior. So it was it was absolutely amazing, like to know that my dad was finally going to be here in the flesh. And my one friend, my one person, you know, who actually had a similar mindset to me was going to be here and, and able to actually help cultivate that. It was everything to me, you know, and he was excited too. He was just happy to be reunited with his family. He was driven. Um, I knew he was gonna come out and do big things and that's exactly what he did. He came out, um, he got home on good behavior. He got, he went to college and he ended up getting his bachelor's degree in solar, um, solar design and renewable energy and it was he became an electrician now and he's doing amazing he takes care of his whole family he had another son which is like that was like his goal his dream he knew he needed another child he wanted another child but by the time he got home he was in his 30s and he wasn't really sure if um if if it was really the right decision but he felt called spiritually you know and i just watched how he allowed his spirituality to always lead him, you know? And so he, he told us that he was going to have another kid with my stepmom. Um, mind you, by this point, we're all like 13, 14, 15, you know, my older siblings are graduating from college. Um, I mean, not college, they're graduating from high school. So, um, it was odd to know that there was going to be a baby, you know, a baby sibling, but he he was sure that it was gonna be the boy that he always wanted. You know, he wanted his son, so um, it happened. He he had another child. It was a boy, just like he said it would be. Everything that he said he was gonna do, everything that he said it, it was gonna be, it was. You know, he he's a walking manifestation, and um, he's magic. You know, like seeing that in the flesh was yes. so important because his story is so dual. You know, it has so much, it has so much trauma, it has so much pain, um, but at the same time, like, it is so beautiful, it's so magical, it's, it has sacrifice, it has unconditional love, um, and it set the tone and the foundation for who I am and and what I'm trying to build and um, just me helping other people cultivate those energies within themselves and maintain those energies you know
0: yeah what an what an important story to be able to communicate to other people that even when you have some sort of a an early sort of trauma in life that To be able to realize that there's still so much potential to shine as a unique treasure and artist in the world and and contribute really powerful fruits to family, community, beyond. I love that story, and it'll be awesome to potentially be able to share it one day when he's coming through. That would be a lot of fun.
1: Yes, I I would absolutely love that. I'm sure he would.
0: That'd be so fun. He has
1: so much to share. Um, Anytime I can really get him in a, a communal environment where he could spread his truth, um... I'll take it, you know. I love
0: that. I love that. And to help catalyze that as we were doing in in San Francisco with some of the souls that were on Stevenson Street, right behind Market Street, there's a lot of important uh, work that we still have yet to do with sharing the stories of those that have had these types of scenarios but also have bounced and found those treasures i think is so so important
1: right
0: at the same time that your father was writing to you you were also undergoing experiences that were slowly opening you up more and more through friends as well and even after he got out right you had these experiences where it was like either that you were working with, it was hard for you to find people that were awake to in the, the, to consciousness mm-hmm. and, to, and to spirituality. And so you... you, But you found some of that. Right. And that became kind of your avenues for right. the continued compass towards your North Star.
1: Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until after I graduated from high school that um, I decided to move to Virginia and I wanted to do that because I wanted... I wanted to know what life was like beyond the influence of what was familiar to me. And family is familiar. So I wanted something different. I wanted almost like a clean slate. And I know that, of course, genetically, I can't clean my slate like that. You know, um, the best way to do it is just to kind of strip yourself from what you know and put yourself in an environment where you have to make your own decisions, your own choices, and everything is on you, you know? And so... I moved to virginia this completely random place uh new uh what was it called hampton virginia yes and uh i lived there for a year my spirituality um started to skyrocket as soon as i got there i decided that i wanted to you know focus on writing music i wanted to focus on um doing something that i loved and, and get away from like living like a corporate lifestyle and just focusing on my passions. Um, I was working as a waitress. And I had this amazing friend to this day. Her name is Janae. She, I still keep in touch with her to this day. Um, and she, she got me hip to some really amazing information. One day I went over to her house. And she started showing me spirit science videos. And this is when I was 19. And it, uh, it paralleled to some of the things that my dad was teaching me and this was the first time that i ever had uh friends, you know, like like uh, something familiar from what he was teaching appear in like my friendships, you know? And it was it was exciting. It was it sparked that that child that inner child curiosity and um i was interested in learning more. So i remember going home and just binge watching spirit science videos. Yeah. And like, once I got into the spirit science videos, it was just links to, you know, oh, watch the Ralph Smart videos. And these are just fundamental spirituality videos for anybody who doesn't know that, um, that will just help you get inserted into, um, into knowing like, you know, basic facts about spirituality. And, um, it, it was everything that i needed everything that i wanted i was interested in learning veganism i started to study minimalism so i got rid of like all of my clothing yeah. and all of the things in my house that didn't that weren't of significant meaning yep. um i just stripped my whole lifestyle down and i started uh i started new and the best thing about that was i wasn't only starting new inside i was already Starting new externally too yeah. so it was like a full detox yeah you know food mind, no family yep. it was just me me, and more of me <laughs> more yeah. of my own decisions and my own choices and um, from that from that point, I started to attract more like-minded individuals I started to attract my good friends Derek and Eric. Um, they started showing me the matrix and the four agreements and they, they took me from Ralph smart and spirit science to saying, all right, you know, I think that you can, you can get a little deeper with this. I think you can understand things that are a little bit more complex and mind you, you know, after I started learning about that stuff, my dad, he started getting more complex. So we started having talks about quantum physics and, you know, (laughs) you know, and getting and getting into that. And, I was breaking down the nature of reality, you know, day by day. I love it. And it was it was life altering. It was life changing. Amen. I remember starting to have feelings, though, that, you know, I wanted to wake up the world and the world wasn't moving fast enough. (laughs) I was just like, goodness, like I'm ai feel I feel alone, even though I have a few people, you know, I want a community. I want to be able to walk outside my door and be in a different reality, ultimately. And um, I'm like trying to find ways to like break the matrix, take down government, you know, I'm doing hard work, hard studying every day to try and figure out ways to live off grid. Um, And that's how fast it happened. From within that one year, I went from, you know, just having my dad teach me stuff as a kid And it being like these subtle seeds to wanting to break the matrix. Yeah. It was deep. (laughs) It got deep.
0: (laughs) You speak about the systematic process of investigating the nature of reality Mm -hmm. and that that in essence is the relentless dedication to truth which then it yields right but we need to be that dedicated it's funny we have You know, Mick mindfulness, Mm -hmm. you know, is like one of the funny words that's used Mm -hmm. or like, uh, you know, Sadhguru talks about like
1: I love Sadhguru
0: is like, you know, yo, you take 10 plus years to learn language, but you want to be enlightened in five minutes.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I went through that, you know, I was I think um, my 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 enlightening or enlightenment was sporadic. Um, because I was, I was experiencing small doses of, doses of it since I was a child. So once I got a dose of it, it was like, I was just craving it at its, its full capacity. And I think what had happened was, um, you know, I, I shot myself through things so, so quickly and so fast that I didn't grasp the full concept of things. Um. And the thing is I was very self-aware which I which I love um and I knew I didn't grasp the full concept of it. So I told myself that I was going to have to enter I was going to have to re-enter the matrix because to me what it had seemed like was in this process of becoming a different individual I had pulled myself out of the matrix and into my own bubble. Yeah. You get what I'm saying just yeah. so that I can I can learn yeah. and so that I basically put myself in a training boot camp yep. away from everything that I knew, That's so that right. I can yeah. learn. Yeah. But I knew I was gonna have to reintegrate, of course, in order to see how well I yeah. actually learned right. what it is you know that yeah. I was studying.
0: Like and we were saying, you have to anchor the realizations. Exactly, you
1: know, where... I had to anchor, and I was doing these these things and. And not really knowing the full capacity of what I was doing. But now that I look at, back at it, I'm like, okay, you're, you're on the right the track, track, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> right track, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so so I go back into reality. And um, yeah, I lose everything. You know, I lose everything that I built because of some choices. I decided to go and rekindle myself with people who um, weren't in the same alignment as me. And it was it was just a, it wasn't necessarily a bad decision because it needed to happen, but it wasn't the decision that I wanted, you know, it wasn't the results that I expected. Um, so I remember, you know, I had bought my first car when I was out there and I'd lost my car. I had um, had my own apartment when I was out there. Now I'm back to living with my aunt. These are all based off the choices that I had just made. And um, in the process of, of learning all this, i I learned that nothing is everything happens for a reason, you know, and yep. if I don't learn how to be hundred percent consistent in my drive of wanting more and wanting better for myself and wanting to be around people who think like me, a hundred thousand percent. like reflections are the most important mm. aspect of your life. Mm. Surround yourself by those who are like you, like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, this whole reality, this whole matrix is just you. Everything, Everything. it's you, right. you, 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 you. Yeah, yeah. Even these objects, yeah. they're just aspects of what you think of them, yeah. you know? And so, if you're not around like-minded individuals, if you're not around people that think like you, you're getting fed bullshit, mm-hmm. you know? You're getting fed stuff that's gonna leave subconscious imprints. That's right. And then, when you're having thoughts, and they don't feel right. Yep. Your moral compass is off. Yep. You're being led, you're off, you're off your path. Yep. Yep. And I learned the hard way, you know? And I had to rebuild. Um, I ended up working, I ended up moving again because one thing about me is being, being that I had the childhood that I had, I was just, I was a sporadic, spontaneous person. Here, there, here, there, I moved often and I couldn't really create like a stable environment for myself, but I vowed that I was gonna stay, I was gonna move to Maryland, I was gonna stay in Maryland for at least a few years and build what I needed to build. And I did, I stayed for three years before coming here to LA. Um, so I'm proud of myself, you know, pat, pat on my back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and what I built within those three years was something bigger than I had ever, or could have ever imagined. Um, I started working for corporate AT&T, and in the midst of doing that, I was dating someone new. Um, This person's sister was involved in magic mushrooms. She introduced me to her medicine man, and um, me and him grew an amazing bond, an amazing relationship, and everything else is history. You know, I birthed the Healing Hustlers from that, um, from working with him, from having trips, working with the medicine, which we can get more into depth in, yep. um, but that uh, that interaction of my first ever mushroom trip is really what um, what rooted me in consistency, uh, self discipline, shadow work, uh, just self love, and just perseverance, dedication.
0: Wow. I really enjoyed this, what we were mentioning before we started, where it's like you have this time in Maryland where you're doing corporate AT&T, and that's simultaneously juxtaposed with Magic Mushrooms. Right. And that in itself is such a funny simultaneity in what is a very much a paradox in many ways mm-hmm. and so it's very beautiful that you got the essences mm-hmm. of both of those things because now it makes it a lot easier for you in a sense to also be able to relate with people that are in the corporate structures right. that have that duality that have that and mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of act like a, a a mechanism that's been there Exactly. Now in drawing people into what is higher states of being.
1: Exactly. And
0: so that, that's really important. And then the other sort of interesting aspect to this is that you, you know, going back, it, it all makes sense when you look back and connect the dots. But at that time, it's it's so important that where, whenever wherever we find ourselves in this journey and in this process, to almost be on the hunt for finding meaning and finding the dots that are being connected, mm-hmm. because you never know when it's uh, your friend. Mm-hmm. Which well, I won't say his name, but you can if you if you think it's okay to. But yeah, it's okay. You think so? Yeah. it's Okay. Awesome. Okay, okay, that's him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So we have who who. It's interesting that when you have the introduction be made to somebody like that Mm -hmm. we don't even really fully conceptualize what it's going to catalyze six months a year two years down the line or even with you know a a full-scaled spiritual creation that ends up impacting dozens and hundreds of more lives Mm -hmm. downstream so i think it's really important to do stuff like that to like try and and see that along the way
1: i actually agree I actually agree so much that um, one of the practices that I've started, w- well, one of the practices that I did work heavily with is um, creating timelines, linear timelines, where you can see moments of impact, MOIs, you remember yes, I was talking yes, about I that? Yes, I love this, MOIs, right. yeah. So, so basically once I started working with um, magic mushrooms, After my first trip, I...
0: Let's break this down. I wanted to ask you about this. So the first trip was four grams. Exactly. And then you started after that. You'll experience, but then you started going weekly. You say you were disciplined to do weekly. Mm -hmm. And then you did unpack the shadow work and all these other processes that you went through because that's what makes you uniquely able to do the, the... healing hustlers exactly yeah.
1: so um so my first trip was absolutely beautiful it um it consisted of four grams of nepal mushrooms and i took it in the basement of uh my ex's sister's house uh or ex's sister space and um we we did it together she took like seven grams i did like for, and at the time, I didn't really know too much about the dosage. You know, I'm a beginner to this. I'm just doing whatever, sp- like, I think spirit is calling me to do. And I didn't think it was that much, you know. From what from what I thought at the time, I thought that that was a normal dosage. I didn't know that it was just a gram away from a heroic dose. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I, I look at it, everything happens for a reason. So it's, yeah. it's no problem at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm glad that I had that trip because it was absolutely profound. It was beautiful. It was magical. Um, but when it first started out, I didn't think that I could really feel anything. Um, it had been well over an hour. And I, I was such a, like a logical person, it was hard for me to imagine myself hallucinating. So I was just like, I don't think I can hallucinate. Like, I think I'm just, I thought I was just too real. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm just too grounded, you know, to, to ever hallucinate. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, give me like 30 more minutes and I start seeing, I was closing my eyes and I start seeing these streaks of rainbow. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go sit, uh, sit back in the basement with her uh, and get, you know, get adjusted. And I started to get a little chilly, so I sat in front of the heater and I didn't move for the whole night. I sat I sat in front of the heater, wrapped in a blanket for the whole entire night. And um, I had, next thing you know, I asked myself a question, which um, it's so hard for me to recall because I asked myself, after I asked myself that one question, I asked about 100 questions in about 30 seconds. And I got all 100 answers back in about 30 seconds.
0: And what were some of the questions that you asked yourself?
1: I can't remember. Because they were they were about the nature of the universe, and, and now I know I know the answer, well, so I can't remember the questions. Just boom, boom I just boom, boom, know boom, now. Boom, yeah, just getting answers. it was it was more so like, it was more so like I wanted to know if what I believed was true.
0: And what was that? Can and
1: more know? so like, um, you know, are if I had to think of one, I guess I would just say like, are we, um, what are we? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are we really like are, what are what are humans like those types of questions? You know, what What kind of society is this? Like, I wanted to know what I was in, where I was and why I was here. Yeah. And those big questions like I wanted the yeah. big answers. Totally. And basically the totality of the answers that I got was, you know, I chose to be here. And it wasn't a it wasn't like a a great detailed response of how I got here. It was more so like a knowing Yes, I chose to be here. And also I I realized that I was God. And then I looked at my, my friend and I said, Oh, you're God too. Wow. Wow. (laughs) And I couldn't believe it. And I was getting all these downloads about like, she had a very like etheric, like, um, like fantasy i'm the word is slipping but like fairy like essence to her Mm. and i was telling her that and i was just talking to her about her essence and basically i felt just completely connected with everything and i remember one of the big lessons that i got was no one can tell me anything that anything, Mm. you know, you can learn from the things around you, but no one can really teach you like you can teach yourself. You have to go out and you have to experience everything. A hundred percent. You have to experience for yourself. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, and then I remember thinking to myself, I'm a new being like tomorrow I can go out and be anything. Yeah. And the next day I woke up and I had to go to work. At my corporate job, and
0: that's so crazy. I told my boss Jeez. that
1: I got into a car accident. I lied, and listen, I'm I'm not even a liar. I'm a hundred percent truther. I don't even believe in you that. You
0: need to go through integration of the codes. Where? If you don't integrate the codes, then you actually can't read baseline to those higher states. Mm-hmm. So it's more important for you. To undergo this process than anything exactly. else. Exactly. Yeah. And know I felt that. that. You know that. Right. It's and just, I yeah.
1: knew that yeah. at a deeper level. So at this point, I just had to. I had to be okay with you know not telling the truth because also what I learned was we live in a specific kind of society that um, that lies to us every day and sometimes you have to mirror that which is being mirrored to you so that you can move through this game you know and it's yeah. not. Yeah. I had such. I have a, a sensitive spirit, a sensitive heart. Totally, totally. So it was hard for me to integrate some of those things. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Um, it was hard for me to kind of play play that that jester. And um, but I did it. I, I lied to my boss or whatever. And um, I took off of work and I just spent the day like in bliss. That's right. I spent the day like just enjoying what the fuck I just found out. I hope exactly. I can say that. Yeah, of course. Um, As <laughs> you want. Yep. I was like, this is, this is, this is it. You know, this is it. This is exactly what I needed. And my curiosity from that point on was, was skyrocketed. And one, I couldn't even believe something like this existed. I was like, I couldn't believe that this wasn't something that was in our societies. I couldn't understand why, you know, the perception of how they, they present this in educational systems, everything is just completely backwards. backwards. It is the upside-down world, yes, world it truly. It is, And so it just, because I was finding out how backwards everything was to, to a true, true extent, even more than we even know, because mushrooms are magic, you know? They're not called magic mushrooms for no, no reason, reason, you know? Yeah. They're called magic because they, they get into the roots of your, your inner world and change your whole outer experience and that's what's crazy about it there's not many things that can hit you on the inside and out you know except for for love and 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 epiphanies and things like that but you know, those are things that take time and and a lot of cultivation. And in the society that we live in, we don't got a lot of time, especially for those of us that are in survival mode. Yep. You know, we need things that are going to shake us out of our sleep. That's right. We need things that are going to wake us up now. Yep. And so that's why I became an advocate for mag- magic mushrooms. Um, my partner at the time, I had suggested that they do it. And um, I was telling everybody that I knew everybody that hadn't done it before. Um, my mom, I did magic mushrooms with my mom. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I convinced her that this is what she needs to do. Wow. And now she understands the importance of it. Um, she actually even, you know, when she took it, she actually considered giving it to my sister who is 13 years old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But we're, you it's know, we're moving, so we're moving step like, by step.
0: so powerful like that where if you get a rebaselining to a higher state of consciousness when you feel one with everything, when you realize you are God, when you realize that the other is God, when you realize Mm -hmm. that this is divine, when you realize that you came here, you chose to come here, when you realize the interconnectedness and interdependence of everything, when you make these true embodied realizations, however, It occurs whether it be through the psychedelics and entheogens or whether it be through deep meditative experiences or just simple direct investigations of the nature of awareness and consciousness. There are Mm -hmm. so many ways to handle this, but when those codes become embodied, there's such a profound shift that it's really interesting because when you bring this gold to family, you know, you you're blessed because you have this experience where your mother undergoes a magic mushroom journey with you right. and then she's also interested in then having her children be exposed to these states of higher consciousness right. but vast majority of people have the gold and they have nobody to to come to with the gold and so mm-hmm. that's why you also make these communities exactly yeah,
1: exactly and so just, just kind of moving forward, you know, um, I was I was spreading the knowledge of this throughout my family, friends, um, anybody that I would come across that would basically listen, and I was sh- sharing my experiences. Um, I had went through a experience with my partner at the time um, that was life changing in some some ways traumatic, some ways very curious. Um, some would consider it a bad trip that uh that that person went through but uh i was able to observe it and um not i didn't actually go through quote-unquote a bad trip myself i just watched the person that was having that experience and um and in doing so, it, it actually heightened my curiosity more. I wanted to know about the duality of mushrooms now. I wanted to know, okay, so now everything's not all rainbows and sunshine. Like, we can actually, we're actually getting into the depth of some some shadows here. And we're, we're pulling out some, some things that are shifting the energy of the room. And so it, I wanted to learn more about how energy works, um, how energy is exchanged throughout people. So me and you looking at each other right now, we're exchanging energy. Yep. Molecular energy. Yep. And um I want I want people to understand how true that is. Like me and your me and you, we have an org field that is mending and meshing right now. That's right. And it's important to know that those those things are happening, you know? Like this is happening like this and yeah.
0: on a, and on a just to, to help on a scientific level just to to ground this cuz yes. this is this is really really important the synthesis of science and spirituality there's many things mm-hmm. that are at play here on a on a scientific level we have things like what the heart math institutes currently trying to figure out where you basically have an toroidal field that is right. occurring and you have this you have in your sinoatrial node, you have these pacemaker cells, and that there's a hundred thousand of these heartbeats that happen every single day. Mm-hmm. And that every single one of those heartbeats, whether you feel it or not, those the more sensitive you get, the more you can actually feel it as mm-hmm. well. There's this massive electromagnetic field that's occurring every single time, right? And that then you have another sort of from a neuroscience perspective, a neurobiological perspective, a neurophysiological perspective, what's occurring is that the way that I am currently speaking words of meaning mm-hmm. are being translated by your senses mm-hmm. into Chemo-electro-connectomics that are currently occurring in your brain, in your physiology, that are then translating those into translating the meaning of it in your own cognitive schemas and representations of reality. Exactly. And so we are literally, physiologically affecting each other as well as even we just say words to each other, and then then you also get into some of the epigenetic stressors that occur too. So when somebody does have some sort of massive anger stress frustration and they're blowing up like a volcano right you if you get that for if you have the cortisol that enters your body as well mm-hmm. you're creating literally epigenetic dna methylation and alternate histone mm-hmm. tails what's occurring is that you The more enriched and enlightened you become, the more you can literally stop that epigenetic impact on your body. Exactly. And the more you can re-baseline yourself to higher states of equanimity, peace, bliss, joy, Mm -hmm. and then the other volcano becomes like, oh, they calm down from your peace and bliss. So there's so many interconnected science and spirituality Mm -hmm. that's happening right now.
1: Exactly. It's
0: just really crucial to to bring those it's some, one of my main pillars is trying to Mine too. Bring, bring those together yeah right yeah. and i
1: think that is so it's so important because that brings me back to moments of impact um what we were talking about earlier before we actually started breaking down how i got to where i got with the mushrooms and um when we are exchanging energy um you can change you know my genetic structure and you you can change my my path um, my life path and the things that are coming up in my life path. And do you mind if I use drawing? That drawing? I path? would love to. Okay. Yeah,
0: let's draw. So,
1: That's so basically, the reason
0: why we have it.
1: What right, colors? exactly. What colors do you want? Um, Pick. I just I'm gonna use two colors. I'm gonna use. Let's, of course. Let's, let's do green. uh uh-huh. Make them visible. Let's nice. All right. Let's yeah. Do, make them visible. Let's do orange then. Okay. Beautiful. Um. All right. So basically, w- what I want to touch on is the fact that. Um, it's really important to know who you're surrounding yourself by. Um, and the mushrooms will teach you that.
0: I just want to say, I'm so happy that you're the first person that we've had on the show in LA so far that has through their own interest been like I want to draw stuff oh, right yeah. now, and i'm like <laughs> i'm like hell yeah, yeah. i'm so pumped yeah. it's so important it's necessary it is um
1: because i think seeing this visually will help um help a lot of viewers just kind of understand where we're getting at but yes um like you're saying you know you you want to try and and create peace for yourself because whenever you're a moment of impact is basically when something happens in your life that's either very extreme um, positive or negative yep. it doesn't matter if it's if it's positive or negative negative. Um, and I'm the reason is the Thanks. reason that is so important is so important to know about these things is because let's actually start with green um, is because when you're on a path when you're on a life path um, and you're having experiences things repeat themselves things appear in pattern and so if you have a traumatic experience you're gonna most likely have another traumatic experience again, and it's go- it's just going to change the character of who's causing that trauma, you know. And this is just how life works. It's not something that I can get too deep in. If you haven't had an experience yet where you're seeing um, life repeat itself uh, like that, um, then I would just say pay a little bit closer Close attention, attention and just yeah. wait and yeah. just wait um, because you'll see it. So I'm ba- super
0: I'm super curious if there's a deep resemblance potentially between what you're currently talking about and what you're about to be showing us with what is in chapter two, C theory on high level perception, Mm -hmm. which is that sort of trajectory towards our star and how we can get, there's all these in the tree of possibility. There's all these bifurcations and trifurcations that occur in that, that those moments can be, ones that drop us more and more towards hell and suffering or ones that bring us closer and closer towards heaven and well-being exactly
1: and that's a more detailed yes so for sure i absolutely love what you're doing and like i said i'll I'll, um i'm i'm grateful that you gave me access to this information and so i'm going to be using it to just enhance basically what i was already doing at a a more a more um minuscule or more actually i would say um a more of like maximum, uh, like grander view. I love uh, it. But that is a more detailed view and even more informational can guide us exactly where we need to go. So basically, this is your life's path, right? It moves in a spiral.
0: And then also, sp- yeah, speak also in the okay. mic, and then once you finish, also drawing that, I'll show it on the over the shoulder shot because um, it's slightly if or we can try. Um, if you want to, we can swap to this shot, which will, if you want it, yeah, I don't know if you can move it a little bit more in shot. Yeah. Okay. That'll work for now. Okay. Just so, so far, so far we have, you said that this is the, this is the life's path. Right? This is so the gonna life's I'm gonna path. I'm going to label it life's path. So, okay. Beautiful. So, so
1: that we can't, we can't forget it. This okay. is life's path, right? Because our life, life happens in a spiral. Um, It just repeats itself over and over again, but it just changes the characters in which we're having these experiences. Right now, with every decision that we make um, at any moment, we can make we can do something really grand or we can do something that really goes against our, our moral compass or. Or what feels right, you know, on the inside, and so when that happens, a moment of impact is created. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it's like a line, right, that goes opposite to the life path. So this is what it looks like when a moment of impact is created. Say say it was created from the moment you was born. So like my father going to jail at three years old. Yep. Say that created that was created right in the beginning of my spiral, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what it looks like right here in the beginning, right? And say it affected me until recently. Until mm-hmm. recently, I decided that I I healed this and it doesn't affect me anymore. But up until that up until that point, I have this this trauma right that is going to yep. currently come back up yep. on the spiral. Yep. And there's no way for uh, unless you know. I know some some people are into astrology and they can kind of map out you know, when certain things are going to present themselves. But for the average person, you can't tell when a trauma is going to come present itself to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is just a, this is just a mystery that we're going to have to, we're going to have to prepare ourselves for it. It's no, yes. um, it's yes. no other way around it. And but there's, there's, a-
0: there's, um, there's a couple things here. First is the word anti-fragility comes to mind, which mm-hmm. is super important, which is kind of your ability to intake a stressor, always be prepared to intake a stressor and right. be able to become stronger from that. And exactly. then Tell me if, if, I, if I'm interpreting this correct. Is it that this is birth here? Yep. Is in the middle is birth right exactly and then, and then you have this age three is when it hits this mm-hmm. trauma and then you have a several more years of your life until maybe and just it's a bunch healed, of other experiences. And a bunch of experiences mm-hmm. and then you want to heal sooner right. rather than later and so maybe you heal by 15 or something let's right. say and then now 23 you're here at right. your, at where you're currently at. okay right okay. and okay, okay, it doesn't present
1: itself after that because you've already healed it and so now you can move on to other things but up until that point, whether something is very positive or very negative, it's going to keep reoccurring in your life. And I think that's why Abraham Hicks, you know, she she talks about going back into the past and searching for good moments. I think that that's so important because a lot of us, we go back into our past to do um, to do shadow work in a way in which we're nitpicking at our past. We're really trying to, you know, we're trying to bring it into the present so that we can understand it more and heal it, which I think to some extent is um, is OK. You know, it's OK to be conscious and aware of it. But the present is a gift, you know, yes. and once you once you create this timeline for yourself and you can see, OK, these are these are the traumas that I've had in my life. These are um, these are the blessings that I've had yes, in my life. Yes, you yes. can come to you can come to some middle ground, you know, where you're saying, okay I understand my traumas. I understand my blessings. I'm going to maximize the blessings. I'm going yes. to maximize the good stuff. And I'm going to learn how to be more content with the traumas that happen to me. And when and when they come, because I know they will, because that is how life works, yeah. I'm going to be content with it. And the more you can be the observer in these situations, instead of being emotionally re- reactionary, yes, yes. Um, my dad always says you cannot be... Uh, you can't be reactionary and a revolutionary at the same time. Mm. So you have to choose one. You
0: can't be angry and grateful at the same. Yeah, time. Yeah,
1: you can't. <laughs> you you gotta choose yeah, one.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so essentially, um, that's that's what we're we're just trying to we're just trying to stress here um, with working with the mushrooms. With the mushrooms, it's a chance for you to to rebaseline yourself to your, to the highest potential of you. To um, you know to get into the best state, the best energy. And from there, what we do is we're building communities and we're building circles and we're building centers and we're we're building, period, um, so that you have spaces to come to to where you can consistently study things like this, talk to people like me, talk to people like you, talk to people that are your reflection. You're not alone anymore. That's You're right. not, it's not just you and and this amazing epiphany with no one to share it with we're creating community so that we can stay in these blissful spaces, yes. you know, Yes, and, and things will be difficult sometimes, but it's about having the community to actually work yes. through it, yes. seeing our, seeing the similarities in our experiences and then moving forward, you know, yeah. but it's in the teachings like this and in the teachings, the detailed teachings of what you've put together over the course of a couple years um, that we're really grateful for, because this is, Thank the you. the revolutionizing uh, of emotional stability.
0: Spot on. And then there's also, as you described that, this comes to mind, which is chapter four on portals in high level perception, mm-hmm. We're basically when somebody undergoes a profound mystical experience, like what you're describing, right. they're basically going through a portal to a higher level of consciousness. Yes. But when they come out, the other side of that portal right we need the net exactly we need a community that helps them integrate
1: right and so what what's happening in the black and african-american community is they're having the epiphanies but they don't have the community yet so they're having the realizations they're having the experiences but then they're left to reintegrate back into their daily routines. And what what we're trying to do is we're trying to avoid that. We're trying to avoid going back to the mundane, you know? Yes, we're trying to avoid yes. going back. If you have to go back to your job, all right, I understand that, but you still need to be surrounded by like-minded people and reflections. Yes, because if you're yes, going back to yes. the same friends, yes. you're gonna drive yourself crazy. That's right, that's you right, know, that's if you're right, going back to the right. same environments Amen. on, a, on a, a, a major scale, you're gonna, you're gonna really, um, you're gonna separate from yourself. Your mind, body, and soul—they're gonna start to separate from each other because yeah. your body isn't gonna trust, you know, your mind anymore, and your soul is gonna be craving for your your mind and your body to to get along.
0: Oof. What really resonates with me from that last bit is that even if you are undergoing one of these jumps through the portal and maybe on the other side of this higher state of consciousness that there is not a communal safety net for you to land in right away. Mm -hmm. It's even more important than if you don't have that for you to separate yourself from the low quote lower states of consciousness because you don't want to get dragged back down. When right. somebody explodes like a volcano, when someone's angry or miserable, is yes, eventually we'll get so good that we'll actually be able to butterfly effect, peace and mm-hmm. love and compassion. But right away, it's right. really hard to be able to, that to take that. Lot it takes a practice, lot of work. Right. It
1: takes a lot right. of work. That's just like saying that um, instead of using psychedelics, we're just gonna, uh, uh, we're going to get to that epiphany state through meditation. I'm like, all right, buddy.
0: It takes a while. I'm like, all right, buddy. That. You you
1: you go ahead and you take the 10, 20, 30 years that it's going to take to reach that epiphany state. Go ahead. But I know that in the communities that I come from, we don't have that type of time. You know, we need to rebaseline ourselves to higher vibrational levels now yeah you know so
0: and if it requires that distance it requires a distance don't be scared to distance yourself from family Mm -hmm. from from friends and community Mm -hmm. that just take time in an introverted way to go through the the teachings that most resonate with you like you were talking about with spirit science or all these other potential um abraham hicks Mm -hmm. all these different styles of of grounding it further in your soul but being away from kind of that more central part of the evolutionary pacer of the bickering and neuroticism and madness and polarization and the
1: the gossiping gossiping and the right all of those low vibrational experiences um we we're trying to we're trying to basically recreate you know recreate your life in a different way that's just not so familiar you know it's gonna feel different not to be around that energy trust me you know i come from a family where that's that's just what they do you know and so i'm used to being around that and hearing that but I know that now because of what I created that there's so much better ways to use your time and yes. to use your energy. Yes. And so it's just about, you know, being okay with being okay with being alone, you know? That's
0: right. That's because right. Because that was
1: something that we talked about prior to even starting it. this video. And yeah. I think that is really it's a it's a big thing for for everyone. That's like a that's like a You got to love yourself to be able
0: to be alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you you have to find yourself to be interesting. You have to find your pursuits to be interesting. Mm -hmm. And you have to be okay with when Nikola Tesla and so many people talk about that being the secret of invention of genius. Mm -hmm. Be alone. Study the most brilliant people. Mm -hmm. Take on what are the most enlightened states. Open yourself up to that. Right. And it's a lot of people don't want to face that because it also reveals a lot of things like a lot of people don't want to look at some of their most traumatic things. And that's right. that shadow work side. And mm-hmm. so it's easier to say, mm-hmm, bypass, bypass. Right. And I'll
1: distract myself distract with myself. company. And, mm-hmm.
0: you know, that was a main thing of, of Victor Frankl was that that when humans don't find a deep, profound sense of meaning in life, they distract themselves with pleasure.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And and my partner, he has a brand called Of Earth, which you know. Yep. Um you just had him on. Hell yeah. And um and one thing that I love about that that correlates to what we're talking about right now is it's a it's a universal human experience, you know. One thing that we can all agree on is that, you know, it's hard to be alone. You know, it's not easy. And even in the communities that we're developing right now, that's a commonality that I see between people you know um they are willing to compromise uh their own spiritual development and mm. uh, their happiness just to have some company
0: yeah to fit in and right. you're i like how you're bringing this us back to this which is the solution which is to drive more community of those like-minded people where somebody that is uh whether they're black or arabic or Asian, wherever they're from exactly. that they can find people that are like them that have went through the process mm-hmm. of rebaselining to higher states and call right. that community where they can take their gold to them and say oh, i had these deep profound interconnected right. states of awareness and then and then they can share that gold and the other person will mirror that higher state of right. being that i'm i'm happy you're bringing us back to that so the the point being that we must create those communities as for a priority sure. as a north star priority right. yeah that enable the rebaselining to the multidisciplinary mm-hmm. psych- Association for Psychedelic studies aspect of it which is knowing where the person is at psychotherapeutically before they start right and then administering in a safe conducive environment for them Mm -hmm. to undergo the process Mm -hmm. and then re and then that rebaselining process afterward the integration of the new codes Mm -hmm. and so there's this multi-layered as we'll talk about more process Mm -hmm. and so is this sort of how you found yourself entering the space over time is the the synthesizing of those codes into some sort of an experiential framework for right it
1: definitely needed a framework Um, I think that when I started the healing hustlers it was this.
0: yeah yeah. Okay. I
1: need these two. Thank you. Yeah, until you when,
0: need it again. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> when I
1: started the healing hustlers, basically, you know, I had, I, I just started getting downloads about different things that I wanted to to do, and I started to attract people that wanted more from me. You know, they were calling on more from me, um, like almost like a mentor like position, and I didn't want to mentor. You know, I didn't want to to be that. I honestly. I wanted to just study and observe you know I wanted to study the medicine experiences with myself and the experiences that other people were having I really want working itself I'm I'm not doing that you know and I don't want any credit for that I'm literally just a vessel you know for everybody else to have a person to speak to I'm just like you just like a person in the community I'm just another listening ear and everything that I'm giving you is based off my own experiences too but That's how life is, you know, and when you realize that your whole society was based off people's experiences, you'll be more open to listening to your neighbors. So I think that just, you know, just teaching people the fundamental natures of how our society works um, and creating more framework, more structures like you did with um, simplistic breakdowns of how consciousness works and how it relates to nature like back to that word you know perennial spirituality we want to focus on you know the root of spirit and i want to also touch on this really quick we have spiritual communities but what i'm building is a community that's based off of a mycelium it's it's not just based off a spirit because that's not all we are we're mind body and soul so i'm not building a spiritual community i'm building a mind body and soul community that connects through mycelium
0: which is in itself both spiritual and physical exactly it's spiritual and physical which is beautiful it's the synthesis of those two that we were talking about science and spirituality Exactly, right there in magic mushrooms and we cannot
1: diminish the two you know, that everything is built off of that. And I think that um, people, you know, people in the spiritual community sometimes can be just like people who are not in the spiritual community and and mirror each other when it comes to just like having very strict code and very strict points of view. I do things this exact specific way. But I mean, once you start getting into big dosages with this with these mushrooms, yeah. you're going to realize yeah, yeah. Ain't, there's not. There's not too many specifics except for the <laughs> except for universal law and natural law, yeah. you know outside yeah. of those basics there's not too many specifics, actually things shit is pretty crazy, yeah, you know and different and odd, and so don't try
0: to put things in boxes yeah, don't try and yeah.
1: put anything in yeah. a box like yeah. and don't be so judgmental of you know a person who doesn't look and sound like you
0: yeah, yeah, for somebody that is undergoing their own entheogenic experiences i've also been able to see other people undergoing theirs and there is a wide color wheel of flavors of it people's is so wide. expressions i'm like yeah.
1: there's yeah. not enough colors in the rainbow In the rainbow for this I'm, like, yeah. I'm like as, as soon as i started taking mushrooms I'm like shit there's more colors yeah, dmt yeah. i'm like i've never yeah. seen yeah. those colors, colors before, before. Yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. that those type of yeah. experiences so it's just like all right you know, it's time to be a lot more open-minded. Um, and I think that I'm excited for the new generation.
0: Me too. You know, because I think too. that they're
1: going to be a little bit more um, just unconventional, a little bit more yeah, just just different and weird, but in a good way. In a good way. You know, weird yeah. in a good way. Yeah. And people are going to have to loosen their boots because yeah. it just is what it is. And, and we're...
0: It's going to be double-edged. Yeah, it's going to be... It, it, every single one of the advancements has the spiritual ascent and descent have happened at the yes. same time so the modern uh, generation z and the generation alpha that's born in 2010 to 2025 which we'll talk about a little bit with right. you as well um mm-hmm. that there is the double edgeness which is that we have the incredible power for approximately four billion people being connected at a the click of a button with information technology across devices. Yet at the same time, there's these very strange things of where the ability for young people to hone in and focus on something for an extended period of time or for uh, there to be these sort of horrible uh, corrupt business plans that are associated with the attention economy that are mining at the youth psyche rather than mm-hmm. so but there we can also leverage the technology to be able to disseminate the newest cutting edge sciences in mm-hmm. decentralization or in entheogens and exactly. we can do it in little 15 second TikToks there's so many cool right. aspects to it at the same time right. so the the double edgedness is because especially you you're going to have an experience in this right. yes and
1: just and just bringing that bringing what you're saying in a science term i think back to spirituality how i see it is there's so many dimensions stacked on top of each other. It's really just a multi-dimensionality that you're speaking of, in my opinion. Yeah. Like it's a it's it's either you're existing here, 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 and here. Yeah. But it makes jumping that much easier. Interesting, you know? interesting. Because we have access to so much. Sure. So sure. now it's just like this one video can cause an epiphany in any kid. Like my like would just to tell a quick story, my little sister has been watching you know what I do in my work with the mushrooms for years now and she wants to take psychedelic mushrooms really bad you know she's in ninth grade at this point Jeez. going out going in 10th wow. grade and she she's ready to to take them in her opinion and so well her opinion is correct you know wow. then that's just that um <laughs> but wow. but it's not up to me ultimately so what I'm getting at is she she was so inclined that she decided to do a, a challenge that she saw on um, TikTok that's called the Nutmeg Challenge. What is this? So what this challenge is is it actually causes psychedelic experiences by you oh, ingesting a, a certain n- amount nut, of nutmeg. Nutmeg. Yes. Oh sure. Exactly. Well, it worked. You know, she did it and she and she wow. told me about her experience and then that was that. Um, but it definitely worked and you know what I'm saying is basically. You know, spirit is calling for expansion, and if if the conditions are right, it's going to find a way, no matter what. There's
0: more besides the relationship with the technological device, this objective physical device, and the Mm -hmm. my conscious agent experience with it. There's significantly more, and so whatever the whatever the options on that buffet are they're Mm -hmm. they're squeezing through the cracks and they're becoming more and more evident to people and then they're going to go and explore those at younger ages Mm -hmm. and then there's more and more of the well why does our social fabric not biomimic the way that mycorrhizal networks work with fungi and and plants underground, right. and so maybe that two-way resource exchange can potentially be the same way that we architect a decentralized tokenomics infrastructure for the maximization of everyone's fullest and potential and gifts. It
1: will. Yeah. It will. It has no choice. It's already actually happening. But I just think that it's not. It's not really that easy for people to see right now. But it's already happening. Like psilocybin is is an alien uh, is an alien plant. You know, it exists in even outer space. You can find spores Spores, of psilocybin. And so it's an interesting
0: theory. Yeah. About uh, our existence. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I just feel like, you know, even right now we can easily be breathing in psilocybin, you know, very easily and slowly that can be the reason why are we even have the amount of, of, uh, like differentiation in our perception at all you know what i'm saying so it's happening it's it's happening maybe not at the rates in which we we may want it but it's it's already here it's already working and um when if the psilocybin wants to kick it up a notch that's exactly what it's going to do
0: what is the differences that you've experienced around the different uh processes of growth of Psilocybin and also the different strains, and then the way that they affect people's consciousness, and what specific use cases they're used for.
1: So, I'll talk about um, let me talk, I'll talk about a a, a low dose, um, or a low potency strain, a mid potency strain, and high potency strain. Um, I'll say a, a, a low potency strain, um. Just to think think of one off rip would have to be like maybe, um, or like, and I don't like to say low because it's not really a low. It's just actually, there's just like a, a midline and then you get, and then you more so get into the higher, the higher, uh, potencies. So like, just like a midline string would be like golden teacher, mm-hmm. you know, or, um, Which Nepal. is your nickname. Right. The golden teacher. Which is funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and the reason I like Golden Teacher actually is because I recommend it to first timers. Um, it's not a high, visu- like highly visual strain. Um, and the reason I like that is because if you're going, if you're going in with the intention of wanting to understand more, then visuals can be very distracting, you know. Um, and Golden Teacher kind of just sits you on your ass and gives you a lesson Mm. you know just teaches you Mm. in a a very gentle and mild way and it's more of you having these epiphanies within yourself and these self-realizations um now going going up to some some bigger strains we have like blue meanies and um we have like albino penis envy capes Regular penis envies those strains right there.
0: You're saying penis envy. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: (laughs) yeah, very funny. It actually looks like um, it actually looks like the real thing. Oh wow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they kind
0: of look like the head of a clitoris or a penis. Yeah, exactly. Mushroom caps. And
1: and nature's funny like that. It likes to uh, it likes to you know repeat itself. Everywhere, and it's just a a very pattern oriented
0: Fibonacci. That one point six one eight. Yeah, golden ratio.
1: So um so with those higher potency strains um you're you're getting intense visuals and you're getting intense realizations one thing i will say is the realizations can sometimes be distracting with the visuals like Mm. It's not like the visuals can be its own thing, and then the realization could be its own thing. But then you're getting distracted by the visuals, so you can't focus on the realization. I've had times where I was receiving really profound messages, but like I, I had beings talking to me, but they had to keep starting over because I kept getting distracted, and so I felt like I was on this weird loop. loop. Yeah, I was like, sure. it was so odd. And um, but I was grateful that they continued to start over. Um, and, and still yeah, yeah. found it, that, that getting the message through was very important. Um, and so that's, that's just why I love mycelium. I love, I love the even the higher potency strains. Um, the message is going to come through. You know what I'm saying? There's no way to avoid that. And with those strains, it takes a little bit longer to grow uh, penis envy. But for the most part, it takes about the same amount of time to grow Um, most strains, I would say it takes about within a month, you can definitely see, you know, the grain start to colonize. And then from there, you know, you're making the tub and then within the, within the time of you actually making the tub within the next week to, you know, two weeks, you're seeing actual colonization of the, uh, of the, the mulch of the, Mm. um, why is the word actually slipping from me but then in spores come up and then yeah, yeah from there on but i would say you have to give yourself a good month this isn't a, a totally this isn't a, a overnight thing you yep. know yep. like growing anything like growing any flower um it takes time
0: can you just get the proper infrastructure to begin growing yeah
1: of course yourself
0: is it how mm-hmm. What are the basic infrastructural needs?
1: So, depending on how you want to do it, there's multiple different ways. I feel like the way we do it is a little bit more complicated because we cultivate our own grains um, and everything we do is from scratch. But if you if that's a little bit too much for you, um, you can just get grow bags right online. And there's a um, there's websites like SporeWorks and just. Um, Just other sites that will get you like set up with all the tools that you need Mm -hmm. and they come in full packages the so um,
0: SporeWorks will send you what you need yeah everything and then, that you need do you, and then how mm-hmm. do you just do you just pl- have to plant it how do you do that process how often do you take care of it water it? does it go outside inside
1: it can you know. so inside so yeah inside. there's processes where you would you would want to keep it from light for a while and uh, then yeah, and so, then
0: expose it to just a little and bit and then of expose
1: light? it to light and okay. you would want to keep exchanging the air uh, and yeah there's yeah, yeah. there's a uh, whole set of set of processes that also come with it but okay. um it's a learning process you totally, know what i'm saying if totally. you're if you're gonna if you're gonna do it yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to you know tune in uh tune into youtube videos tune into anybody in your community that's working with it yeah and um and be patient because it's the slightest thing that can uh can kind of throw off your whole experiment
0: and we're talking what did we were talking before we started i think we have Organs completely recreationally legal. Right, organs
1: completely recreationally legal. Um, Colorado and Colorado, Washington and DC. Those are three are. Um, they're decriminalized, restricted, decriminalized, decriminalized, but with restrictions. With restrictions,
0: yeah. And so more and more of the, also the planet, countries at large are beginning to, undergo the process of realizing that entheogens are. Mm-hmm. I believe the Netherlands is. Uh,
1: exactly it, the ne- yeah. the Netherlands for a while now has been at um, the forefront exactly of, at yeah, the forefront a, of yeah. the working with the medicine and their crime rate is like little to none yeah you know um, plus they're not not even to touch on their prison systems but you know their totally. prison systems are completely different totally. and they look at people yeah. that are going through specific things they look at it as more of you know needing therapy and needing more mental assistance in learning more emotional control and stability versus locking these people up and treating them like an animal because when you do that you just breed more of that um of that kind of behavior you know
0: yeah meanwhile the dea teamed up with the cca yeah (laughs) exactly seriously that's Mm -hmm. what the united states is you can't Mm -hmm. have privately owned prisons exactly and you 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 have to treat humans like they have the potential to rebound from traumas And that that's the main focus. And then also we have the exploration of the of the uh, one of the big things I would say about countries that have lesser populations of maybe 5 million or 10 million population Mm -hmm. is that they're blessed with that scale that is an an order of magnitude or sometimes even two orders of magnitude less population which then enables them to do things like be a little bit more intricate with each individual and doing things like the complete um recreationalization of the exactly. substances and so mm-hmm. we're definitely heading that way also with all of the indigenous perennial spiritual philosophies and traditions there's more and more of what's been available to the higher states of consciousness Mm -hmm. across the different indigenous populations is you know how many more times do people need to go to the amazon to you know to be able to actually you know ground what we're talking about as these next generation architectures to actually influence the systems that enable the next steps so that's become more and more of something that is at the core of my heart is that we we must actually create those next step architectures rather Mm -hmm. than keep going to i need another next experience where's my next experience that what next indigenous tradition do i need to go and sit with
1: i literally can't stress that enough um, I 100% agree. Um, we're, we're, um, the people that are doing that are, are people who are wealthy. You get what I'm saying? The people that are going to have these, these medicine experiences in these other countries, um, they're usually like either middle class or, or wealthy people. Um, what we want to do is normalize this, we want to normalize it. It's research, you know this yeah. is a traditional thing, and if you want to do it the way that it's always been done and carry on those same traditions and respect the medicine in that way, that's perfectly fine. I have no problems against that, um, but you can do it here. you do not have to you don't have to go to um, another country to get specific fruits. You know what I'm saying The specific fruits are already here, yeah, and it's just about normalizing um, doing things within our own communities. And, and we just don't have the resources to do that. Um, a lot of people where I come from, we don't have the resources to even do that. So that's not even an option for us at this point We're we're making it happen right in our, our, our homes and in our backyards.
0: This is speaks a lot to the United States actual code of law itself, because as much as we're upgrading to what capitalism 2.0 is, where it's more of the inclusive stakeholding social fabrics, as we can leverage the code of law that exists, we can do things like entrepreneurially make the changes that are drastically needed, that that enable these types of flourishings to actually occur, because we live in that code of law Mm -hmm. that actually enables people to have the incentive systems that get that fire under their butt to flourish and it takes a lot of sacrifice for mm-hmm. people to move away from that you know, that golden handcuffs of, exactly. of working at a 40 hour a week job. To say that enough of this, it doesn't even matter if I am making the couple thousand bucks a month to pay for everything. If I am staying at the stagnant level of consciousness that doesn't serve me. Exactly. I, I would rather drop the thousand dollars a month, live in a car, as I did. Mm-hmm. And do whatever is needed right. to re baseline myself to higher states and then the paths themselves open up to architect that mm-hmm. next generation that, that really opens it up right. to the communities and beyond
1: mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And my, my only thing is too, like, um, you know, I'm not here to to try and change everything. You know, I'm I'm not here to try and change the the whole fundamental structure of everything because ultimately I believe that everything is God. Yes. You know? And I believe that the way the universe is choosing to express itself is on purpose. Yeah. And totally, so totally. right. So if it's supposed to be here right now, it's supposed to be here. That's but right. yep. just playing our roles, you know. Whatever whatever really guides you, whatever really fuels you, then just do that and play your play your role. It doesn't have to be so dramatic to the point where your um you're forcing your opinions on hundreds of people. That's not, that's never going to, it's never going to work like that. So allow people, like I said, allow the mycelium to work and it to come to you. That's my, that's my best advice. Allow, um, allow people to come to you, allow your community to come to you and do more work on your manifestation skills because that's, what's really going to get you to the next level. And that's, what's going to push you into the next dimension. A lot of, a lot of, A lot of what we're talking about and a lot of what people want, it's already here. The space is already here and there are the communities are already built. They're just getting better, better and stronger and stronger. But they're here and they're working and um, they can use more support, of course. um, But you have to be in that frequency to access them. You know, you have to be in that dimension and in that space to even access it.
0: Yeah, and the link is in the bio below to the Healing Hustler's on Instagram and you can find that video that we watched at the beginning and you can wa- and you can kind of check out a bunch of other interesting thought-provoking content around this style of of next generation upgrades in in reality that mm-hmm. we're that we're endeavoring into. I want to I want to ask you about the Two things with psilocybin, both pregnancy, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. We don't typically think of what occurs when we administer entheogenic substances into our bodies when we have a child growing inside of us, which is super interesting. And then the other one is with singing and Mm -hmm. where we can... Tune into specific things like when we were talking to Sky, we were talking about the Schumann frequency 7.23 right. or so at the vibrational exactly. frequency of the planet. So can we get people like your voice, can we get that tuned in at that natural? We sure pregnancy? can. Yeah,
1: that type yeah, of Yeah, we sure can. So so just touching on pregnancy first, um, I'm actually f- four months into my pregnancy expecting in May and I've taken um, mushrooms during my pregnancy And the reason that I chose to do this is because I was driven solely based off the experiences that I've heard other women had within my community. And um, I trust them. You know, I trust my community. I don't need tests or a lab to tell me um, or administer, you know, approval for me to do this. And the reason that, you know, I feel so strongly about that is because we can see in our own communities that, you know, we're 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 taking things like vaccini- vaccines and, um, and medication that is harming us and doing the exact opposite of what, uh, what we need done for our bodies. And so, you know, just in the way that I eat, living a plant-based lifestyle, and in the way that I take care of my body, um, I've, I've, you know, developed a health that is extremely, extremely powerful and much different than most of my family. And to me, I feel like that's breaking a generational curse, you know, because I'm watching a lot of my family um, become overweight and be sick from eating what they're eating and living how they're living and ingesting what they're ingesting and, you know, drinking and smoking. Um, But I'm living a plant-based lifestyle and taking mushrooms, which isn't even legal, and I'm living a healthier lifestyle. So that sounds pretty backwards to me, yeah. you know, pretty backwards from what we've been told. And if I know that that's backwards, then I have to question a lot of what yeah. else is backwards as well. That's right. And so my community taught me that taking um, taking the medicine while pregnant is actually really good. It's really good for the child. Um, we call them silo babies. They are they're expanding the neural networks within their brains before even being born yet. And so as soon as they're born, they're gonna have uh, very active neural networks and um, they're gonna be able to perceive more than the average child is able to perceive off rip.
0: Interesting, this is in such a fascinating spaces, administering entheogens into the pregnant women and exploring the potential Augmentations in perception and in uh, re-baseline to higher states of their children naturally um, upon birth, and to sort of look out for this and map it over time and try and scientifically through the method actually be able to prove that this is more efficacious. I really right. I find that to be super interesting mm-hmm. and that there's no fear. That's something that's really important because the number one thing that sort of drives this style of conversation is the fear. It's kind of like the same Mm -hmm. thing that what people were telling uh, Henry Ford and like the whole Model T explosion. It's like, oh, my God, horses are the best. Don't do the cars. Don't do the cars, horses. And it's kind of that same fear archetype that is. When anything new is happening with, like, decentralization right now and Mm -hmm. cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, people are screaming right now, stick with fiat, stick with fiat, it's the best,
1: it's safer. It's comfortable. It's It's comfortability, yeah.
0: So try and see Mm -hmm. what happens when we aim to have these newer experiences that are potentially much better. Mm -hmm. And so we must explore to know. We must explore to know.
1: Exactly. And we know that, you know, the whole um, the whole medical industry is just ran solely off of of monetary um, exchange. And that's just not how my community works. You know, where we're barter, we're bartering and we're working together and we're we're donating to each other. And I think that um, when you when you're doing things like that, your intention for why You're doing things is no longer um, rooted in this greed, you know, because there's no need. You know, we have we have an abundance of everything because we're we're giving to one another effortlessly. And so, um, you know, I remember my dad telling me this great story about medicine men in Africa, Africa. If one person got sick within the tribe. He didn't get paid, or she didn't get paid, and I think that that's so important to highlight because that's not how things work here. If people do not um, cure, get cured, it doesn't matter. The doctor still gets their their payment, and um, this the patient is still sick. And if that's the case, then. Why would the doctor ever have any incentive to heal? That's right, other than yeah. their own moral code, but yeah. Yeah. we can't just base things off of morality anymore. you know we have to um hold people accountable to something more and um and that's why you know shifting yourself to to the reality that you want to be in because we're already here, we're waiting for y'all, so that's shifting right, yeah. yourself to that reality and um and yeah. joining joining us, you know in creating abundance and just giving effortlessly is what is going to revolutionize um yes the way things are done
0: that service to other evolution for sure and then hit us with some of the singing as well
1: so for yes so for music um i've been doing music since i was a child it's just always going to be um a, a divine gift that i was blessed with being able to channel and um knowing that what I know about sound and, uh, the frequency of four, three, two learning more from my partner, um, and knowing how things are tuned to 440 Hertz and just knowing I've had some mushroom trips where I've had profound speakers, um, speak to me through the mushrooms about how, um, there is, there is hidden, there's hidden messages in the frequencies that, are subconsciously programming people to move in into situations and into spaces that go against their mor- their morality and that go against their um, their internal compass and um, especially for black men and so that's something that came through for um, for me through a trip uh, when it comes to the trap music and um, mm-hmm. the just the The culture of, um, you know, speaking just this low vibrational, these low vibrational perceptions um, over these this music that's tuned to 440 hertz is deeper, is deep, is deeper than we even know. It's deeply affecting us on a genetic level. And um, the only way that, you know, we can rewrite this is by truly being ourselves and, and channeling the true message So the best way to do that is for me to create music that is tuned to the right frequencies and essentially, um, you know, can be used in on top of the medicine, you know, because I'm trying to hit things from left and right. Yeah. Cause that's the, that's the intensity that we have to, we have to come at nowadays. So
0: a full immersive experience, visually, auditorially,
1: exactly.
0: uh, tactics, haptics, inside
1: and out, externally and, and and on a physical level. So, um, you're going to hear, you're going to hear the sound, uh, you're going to see the visuals and you're also going to. You're going to have you're going to have peace of mind knowing that it's tuned to the right frequencies. And then on top of it, you're going to be getting the downloads that you need to get um, on a subconscious level.
0: This would be also a good time to shout out Brandon Howard and Euphoria. because that's what gives us the ability. He's doing it right now with the psychology of sound where you can just literally tune in. We just had him on the show a couple of days ago. where You can just tune right into any of these Solfeggio or Schumann frequencies Mm -hmm. for vitality or for peace or for meditation or for creativity. And Mm -hmm. so this is the future is being able to leverage this style of technology. And like I can just tap right into Sonny Brown. Maybe I Mm want to listen to you Mm -hmm. specifically. And mm-hmm. then that's the whole artist integration component where I can right. also potentially be like patroning my different mm-hmm. artists that I like listening to at the same right. time. And so that's the whole sort of inclusive future that we're talking about. Right. That's the time. new
1: generation. Uh, having having things at your fingertips. Um, you know, there's there's a lot that is in the media that seems as if it's going against exactly what we're going for. Um, but we just have to continue to believe in ourselves and yep. know that yep. you know what we're doing just doesn't make the front page news, but it's being done just like you said, and so, um, like I just every day you know I'm just excited for for what's to come because I know for a fact that I'm playing my part and my reflections have to be doing theirs as well, yeah, you know
0: yep but now, two questions: what would you say is the nature? of reality and consciousness what is specifically the purpose of these realities?
1: of the the different realities like the the layering the stack the stacking of the realities is what you're asking. What
0: would be the point of the whole?
1: hmm um I honestly think it's as simple as this every day, you know, I wake up in this space that has so much possibility, right? And I can do, I can, I have so much uh, to access right at my fingertips, and that's without the use of my imagination, yeah. right? So what if we include my imagination in there? Now I have the external world and an, a whole internal world, and they say that I'm a reflection of God. I'm a reflection of the whole. So that's the purpose. The purpose is... Just like I wake up every day and I have the ability to t- to tune in to what's already here or to tune in to what I want to create, the purpose is to to contribute to that inside and out. You know, is the contribution to life itself. Yeah.
0: One massive creative expression that is eternally yeah. expressing an essence of creativity.
1: Right. And we we see it on a micro level, but it's really just one thing yeah. doing doing one, one real
0: infinite large creative
1: thing. thing. Yeah. It's just yeah. a dance, you know. It's just one really long um, symphony, um, yes. one one never, yes. one never ending song, never ending. And yeah, yeah. It, you just have to ask yourself, what do I want to contribute to it? Because I'm here.
0: Yep, your instrument, your melody,
1: mm-hmm.
0: pick and play. Right. Last question. Mm-hmm what is your favorite food
1: my favorite food um hmm, this is such a tough answer i i would have to say oh i i'm in such a confused space because i'm sharing my body with a little being who switches up my taste buds, like, oh, every day. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, let me get some hot sauce, like, <laughs> and some, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and something random. Um, So it's like I, I've lost, like, favorites for things, but right now, I can give you my favorite right now. My favorite food right now would probably have to be... I feel like like sweet potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, like sweet Th- Yeah, we haven't had that answer. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I love that's, sweet potatoes. He just made them for, for Thanksgiving. Uh, my loving partner just made them, and they were so delicious. And and sweet potatoes were my favorite as a kid growing up. Like, they're my favorite yeah. uh, dessert, sweet potato pie. Yeah,
0: they can be made for exactly. all of those different yep, mm-hmm. purposes. And
1: so right now, yeah, like, yeah. I can definitely go for some sweet potatoes at any point of the year. It's
0: super in- – they're so versatile. Yeah, used mm-hmm. – with not cooked. fries though oh you don't like them in fries i
1: don't want i don't want the fries ones now
0: nah. oh interesting
1: yeah and, and interesting i really like them like cut up sliced and baked baked in, i love like, baking some them butter but- sugar, i was just i was literally yeah, gonna say this like, brown sugar mm-hmm. salt is another one yeah. yeah yeah exactly and salt is good too um yeah
0: those are those but are i'm feeling really them
1: solid. i'm feeling them that's yeah. that's my snack right now like I'm feeling sweet everything sweet yeah. potato ish. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. And like next week, it'll be like something completely different. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, of the little one. I'm That's like, I went through like
1: a phase of like a couple weeks ago, arugula.
0: Yeah, arugula. It's mm-hmm. interesting thinking about scientifically what the impact of little ones' taste buds are on mom gestating little it's one. It's so funny. It's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm curious. It's like
0: like nutritionally, what does the little one call for?
1: What do you want? What do you want? All types of things. Very, very odd combinations. You know. Yeah. Like I was just thinking about how, like, I was just snacking on some popcorn and I also was eating a carrot.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. Sunny, this has been awesome.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. This was an amazing experience. I'm so glad that you know you're you're here to go into depth uh, with our thoughts and our opinions like this, and just look at them so unconditionally and open-mindedly. Um, thank you so much. This was such you're a beautiful welcome. experience. Thank you for allowing me to speak my truth and you know to represent my community and. I just want to tell everybody that, you know, I'm sending you much love on your journey if you're tuning in and if you lasted this long. Um, And, you know, we're here to support you. So reach out to us and um, we're going to get you right.
0: (laughs) We got you. Yes. We got you. That was a beautiful flowering. Your aroma rocked. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. I love it. We're grateful for all the work Mm -hmm. that you're doing, especially as the golden teacher. I love Mm -hmm. that. I yes, love sir. that nickname. It's so good. And also, the link in the bio below for everyone. Again, the Healing Hustlers, catalyzing spaces that use psychedelic mushrooms and perennial spirituality to share vulnerable, culture shifting conversations. Again, find them here. Boom. Check them out. The Healing Hustlers.
1: Yes. Check us out. Check us out.
0: Super educational as well like you saw in that video as well which is which is right here which that's is awesome of it, yeah it's exactly kind of what we need to take it to the mainstream masses is the the dissemination of the magic mushrooms through the edibles and through yeah exactly. this style and yeah
1: normalizing we're gonna normalizing. normalize it
0: yeah that's right and also let us know your thoughts in the comments below everyone on the episode i'd love to hear from you let us know what you think about all things magic mushrooms all things that Sonny was teaching us let us know what your thoughts are also support them their links are in the bio below to the healing hustlers support simulation our show like the video subscribe share the video with people that you know would be impacted positively by this mm-hmm. especially those that need that little nudge to those next steps of higher consciousness do that do that and yes. support the artists the entrepreneurs the spiritual leaders mm-hmm. the scientists the engineers all the people mm-hmm. in your communities that are building the future and manifest your own dreams into the world we love you very much thank you for tuning in everyone thank you thank, thank, you, thank you so, you so much. much thank you so much super <laughs> grateful for you all right much love much love peace Yeah. And...